Hi, and thank you for listening to this episode. I wanted to tell you really quick, I really want to connect with you. Like, for real, I'm not joking. I really want to connect with my listeners. And so because of that, I have set up a Facebook group. And so if you would like to join that Facebook group, you can check out the show notes of this episode or my most recent episodes in season three, and the link will be in those show notes. Or you can search Facebook and search the Pursuing Purpose podcast and request to join the group. In that group, I plan to encourage, continue to encourage you in purpose. Every day we'll have a post of something that'll encourage you to uh, pursue purpose. If you're pursuing your purpose, we'll give you a spot on Saturdays to promote that thing that you're doing. If it is entrepreneurial or whatnot, um, in any case, I just want to create a community with you. So go on Facebook, sign up to join the Facebook group Pursuing Purpose Podcast. I can't wait to see you there. And now that you've listened to this little advertisement, you can skip over the first minute or so of the next episode that you hear this on. Ready to write out those goals for 2021? You're in the right place. Welcome to the Pursuing Purpose Podcast. Keep listening to hear my tips on setting purposeful goals for 2021. Hello and welcome to the Pursuing Purpose Podcast. My name is Rashida Jackson and I am the host of the Pursuing Purpose Podcast. On this podcast, we share or I share my journey in pursuing purpose and I also share the journey of other people who are pursuing purpose. Along the way, I'll share tips that I've learned and even step-by-step instructions on how I've learned to pursue purpose with strategy because I mean you can just do it blindly and just do what you think is good but who wants to waste time we learned in 2020 that time is precious I'll share even my failures and wins you're getting an open book from me as we continue to pursue purpose this season in particular I am sharing the exact steps that helped me go from the most disappointing years of my life to the most successful year of my life and continuing in points of success when it comes to pursuing purpose. In this episode, we are talking about five and one-year goals, and I anticipate that this episode is going to be shorter. Let us pray because I keep saying that that is happening in my head and it doesn't actually happen. But this should be relatively short because I'm just going to be expounding on the story that I've been telling this season, which I have just been going through some points of the challenging, difficult years that I've had prior and going into more successful years. If you haven't heard previous episodes, I highly encourage you to because this series this season is happening in steps and I'm taking each step and posting them week by week or for this launch all at one time (laughs) for some parts not all parts but you want to go back and listen to it just to paint a picture of what I'm talking about with most 
disappointing and discouraging years that I had as far as pursuing purpose is concerned, it was almost I had 2020 stretched out over the course of five or six years. That was the feeling of it. I learned a lot over those years. However, it was just disappointment after disappointment after disappointment. I was constantly disappointed and coming from a person that was very goal-oriented and someone who saw something they wanted and went after said thing to going to not accomplishing much at all was just slightly traumatic for me. So um, after all of those disappointments, not being able to do certain things over the course of five years, now it was 20, it was like 2020 stretched out over five years. It wasn't five years of 2020 happening over and over again. I want to emphasize that. But you get the idea of the level of disappointment I had over those years. And I'm continuing in that story today of how I came out of that and the strategic steps that I took toward having a much more successful year and years afterward. So let's pick back up with that story. So last episode, I talked about how I wrote out life goals using a eulogy, and I go into more details in that previous episode. So you want to go back and listen to that. But after coming home from church that day, when my founding pastor encouraged us to write out life goals, I'm sorry, he encouraged us to write out yearly goals. And because I did not want that year to be a repeat of the previous years, I said, I got to do something different. So I started off with writing life goals. After writing out those life goals, I noticed that I didn't do what the founding pastor said (laughs) or suggested for me to do. So I was like, okay, I need yearly goals. But to be quite honest, even though I'm beginning with the end in mind, Starting with a eulogy and trying to derive one-year goals from that is very challenging, to be completely honest. Yes, I need to accomplish that step-by-step, but to just go from year, I mean, life goals to a year goal, that's a big jump, Okay, especially the way that I talked about it in the previous episode. That's a that's a huge leap. And so you want to make sure I suggest that you start with five or 10 year goals. Now, 10 years was a little too much for me at the time because the amount of disappointment that I had the previous years for whatever reason, it was just really hard for me to see 10 years into the future. Now, some people can see that, but I was literally starting, it was almost like my life hit the reset button and I was starting from scratch. So it was very hard for me to see 10 years into the future when I realistically just, it was, it was almost hard to see one year in the future because I was so disappointed. So I said, It'll be easier for me to just see five years in the future. So where am I five years into the future? And I wrote that down. With that, I don't have very many points with that other than all of the five-year goals that I wrote out were derived from my eulogy, just something that gave me a starting point so that I could start accomplishing the year, the lifetime goals that I wrote out. 
And I also wrote them as I am or I have statements. So I wrote them as if they were already occurring. I was already living it. That's really all I have to say about the five-year goals. It was a relatively short, quick process, you know, just kind of thinking from the life goals that I had already set out for myself. So nothing too hard. But when we're talking about our one-year goals, you want to make sure that you're doing the following things because this is, like I said, the start of your game plan for the year. We're starting to get strategic now. And so here are the points that, or the suggestions that I would suggest to you to make when you're writing out your one-year goals. One is to make them well-rounded. Make sure they're not all financial or all work-related. We talked about that in the last episode. And that should be relatively easy since you have a vision for all of those areas of your life if you did the life goal exercise. You should have seven to 10 goals. I will be honest with you. When I wrote out my goals in 2017, because I'm referencing to 2017 when I started this process or had this process start after coming out of the previous five years that were very challenging. So we're talking about 2017 when I wrote this out. I had maybe... I think it was something like 15 to 20 goals. I feel like it was a little more than that, which is fine. If you have to start that way, start that way. Just, you know, if you have to do a brain dump, do a brain dump. Don't make this hard or too complicated, you know, or too rigid. If you know Enneagrams, I highly believe that I have a lot of Enneagram one tendencies, which means if I hear there's a certain way to do something, I'm doing it that way. Now, something that I've learned in the past is that you can't always be that way. There are some things you have to make adjustment on, adjustments on, and that's okay because my life is not your life. My brain is not your brain. And so if you need to do a brain dump, do a brain dump just so that you can get you know, the juice is flowing, you know, but in the end, you want to make sure that you have seven to 10 goals. And I think it's good to do the brain dump and get all the thoughts out there because you'll later realize that some of those things that you are writing out aren't actually goals, they're to-do list items. After you have solidified your goals for the year to be seven to 10 goals, you want to make sure that your goals are, some are like, oh my gosh, that's so scary. (laughs) I don't know if I could do that. And then some are practical. You want some attainable goals because you do not want to give up in the middle of the process, but you want some that stretch you a little bit. If you don't see that on your list, go back and adjust. You want to be realistic. Now, I don't think that I shared... I shared this in my trailer, I think, but when we moved to where we live currently, honey, when I said we didn't have anything, we had very little. We moved here by faith, just believing that God was leading us to a different city. And I realized later why I moved and it's something I want to cover possibly in the podcast because I believe 
it has something to do with healing. You have to heal. You have to be healthy also to pursue purpose. Healthy physically, healthy financially, healthy emotionally. So I'm saying that right now so that I can remember because those are good points to write in previous um or uh, in future seasons. So, but you have to be healthy and when we moved here that was a part of the reset for me so that I could heal from those previous five years. If we didn't move here, I wouldn't have been able to do that. Squirrel. So when we moved here, we moved here with about 15 boxes, no furniture, had no car. We had nothing. All we had was the job that Eric had, and I was unemployed at the time. It was not realistic for us at that time to be making goals that say, I'm going to buy a house in 2017. It was possible, but probably not the wisest thing to do or the wisest thing to expect because we also were rebuilding financially. At that point, the goals that we had (laughs) were very practical, extremely practical, practical. One of the goals I had that year was just to have a reliable vehicle. And I was clear on that. (laughs) I wanted to, I didn't want any vehicle. I wanted a reliable vehicle because we've had other vehicles in the past that were not reliable. I wanted to also help my husband start his business, not so that he could have more to do, but so that I had income. (laughs) So, Um, ultimately I was looking for, you know, some extra income to come in. Those were the kind of goals that we set or I set that year. And it was relative to what I was going through at the time. I could have made really outlandish goals. Like I want to go to Italy or whatever, but I didn't even have the capability to leave my apartment without using my feet. And so that just wasn't practical at that time. Now, I did make really big goals that was like, whoa, how are we going to do that? But they were still relative and realistic. One of the goals that I made was Terry Savelle Foy was having a vision, no, a business conference. And we wanted to start a business. So I wanted to go to the business conference. Practical, right? So, but this business conference was very expensive, extremely expensive in regard to what we could afford at the time. So that was out there for me because it was expensive. We didn't have a car, but it was still relative because the conference wasn't like in New York or something or another country. It was 40 minutes away from me. So in that regard, all I had to do was get a rental car and have enough money to enroll in the conference. That's what I mean by that, being realistic. But you also want to be flexible as well. Know that things change And you might have to make some adjustments. You may not accomplish all the goals in that year. And that's okay. You want to go into this with a realistic mindset, though. 
And also, finally, I forgot to put this in my notes, but I remembered it when I talked about the car situation. You want to make sure that these are SMART goals. Make sure that your goals are specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, or reasonable, realistic, and time-bound. Make sure that you have all of those attached to each of your goals. So just to recap, one, if you haven't heard the episode prior to this, I highly suggest you do that before you start on the five year and one year goals. You also want to make sure that after you've listened to that, you write out five year goals using I am statements or I have statements. Basically, you're writing them out as if you already have them. You make your one year goals, make sure they're well rounded, make sure you have seven to 10 of them. There, um, there's some things that kind of scare you on that list, but then some practical ones as well. Be realistic, be flexible, and make sure that your goals are SMART goals. If all of your goals that you're making for 2021 don't line up with all of those things, you may want to make sure that you work on revising those before you start executing them because I believe that is the way that you're going to get the most success. In our next episode, we're going to talk about how to get laser beam focused when you're talking about achieving your goals, how to get those goals inside of you and the benefits that come from that. So you want to make sure that you are subscribed so that you can hear that episode. So if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe so that you can hear next week's episode. If everything goes according to plan with this launch, this is the end of the launch episodes that I'm going to put out just enough for you to get started with setting purposeful goals for next year. But at the beginning of the year, I'm going to share some things that I help you get focused and some things I think you should do before you just get started with hitting the ground running with your goals. You really want to do these before the year really gets underway. So make sure you, words, make sure you are subscribed. Share this with someone if it encouraged you. Invite a friend so that you can have an accountability partner too. If you don't have an accountability partner, come and follow on Instagram because I will be at least posting three times a week, encouraging you so that you can have some encouragement on this journey. You can DM me, ask me some questions. If I don't know the answer, I will let you know that honestly, but I will try my very best to help you in it because I don't proclaim to be an expert. I am an expert in my experiences, but an expert of all things, no, I'm just taking you on my journey to pursuing purpose and some things that have worked for me pretty consistently. So love you guys. Thank you so much for listening this far and I will see you in the next episode.